This episode is brought to you by MDC Strategy. By the Hood has partnered with several other educators and investors to create MDC Strategy. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme or fake internet gurus selling you dreams of wealth. This is a community of educators and investors who believe in the power of community and shared ideas. We share information about real estate, long-term stock investing, precious metals, options trading, cryptocurrency, and much more. For more information, visit mdcstrategy.com. This is not investment advice. It's for educational and informational purposes only. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to all of our supporters. Special shout out to everybody from the MDC Strategy Cohort. Um, shout out to all of our uh, group members. Shout out to the students from By the Hood University as well as the youth from the By the Hood Ownership Camp. I got my partner in crime, Core, me as always. Core, what's really good? Chilling, man. Every day above ground is a good day. So let's go get it. Absolutely, man. And for those checking out our podcast on the day it drops, which is Wednesday, um, you know, you'll notice it's late. It's because we've been uh, actually doing the work that we talk about. Right. So um, but we came across some information that we wanted to share in this podcast. And again, um, this isn't um, a podcast where we have a guest because again, we're not guest centric anymore like we used to be. But we still do have a podcast. We drop every week and we still will have guests. I'm actually working on a guest now. Shout out to my brother, Don. Don, I know you watching or listening to this because you always support us. We're trying to get Don to come on. Man. Don is the uh, the fire god for the black community, man. So V <laughs> Don, the fire guy, that's our guy. So I'm trying to get him to be on the next episode. So Don, I'm putting it out there, man. I'm gonna shoot you a message, but this is still an important episode core because a lot of times we talk. Um, and for anybody watching this for the first time, we talk about black wealth and personal finance. That's our space, right? Um, so this, this is something that uh, was made aware of me by, Shout out to the brother Lawrence, man. Let me share this for a second. And for those that are listening to the audio, I will read exactly what it is I'm sharing. I will also put a link in the show notes for you guys to take a take a gander at what it is I'm going to really talk about. But uh, my guy Lawrence, um, and shout out to Lawrence who has his own podcast, the Neighborhood Finance Guy. But his podcast is called The Financial Grill. Um, you know, I heard the brother. He was I was on Kamari's podcast, and he was one of the brothers listening in, and I checked out a couple of his pods. Dope conversations. Um, but he had put up a post on Twitter that I saw, and his tweet prompted me to go actually find the um the, the census information. But he put out that the 2022 US real median household incomes were released by the US Census Bureau on September 12th, 2023, um, with the changes from 2021. So uh, Asians um as a community. Um, their income is the median household income, 108,700 which is down 0.6%. Whites, $81,060, which is down 3.6%. Hispanics, they're up 0.5%, but their income is $62,800. Blacks, $52,860 is up 1.5%. Overall median income across the board is down 2.3% and is now $74,580. Um, <clears throat> a couple things, yo. Asians out here cooking, yo. They get they get, <laughs> get into the bag. Man, Shout out to all my Asian brothers and sisters. Y'all get into the bag out there, man. Um, yeah, they get into the bag. Um, but 
our thing is about black wealth, man. And that number, you know, it's something we got to talk about, man. You know, grown man bars is something we got to deal with, man. So the fact of the matter is we're at the bottom, right? Um, and we could talk about a, a lot of things in terms of how do we change that, why we're there. I think we pretty much know why we're there. Um, it's history, right? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> we can spend days and days talking about why it's there, right? You know, um, it's systems. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, now that we have the data core, the question is, you got this data in front of you, now what? Uh, it didn't tell me nothing I didn't know, um, except for the Asians is cooking like fish grease. Um, yeah. Uh, I really don't pay attention to the wealth of other nations um, as much as I pay attention to the wealth of uh, black people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm a little ignorant to what goes on. Um, but what it tells me is that they, they, they prepare themselves for jobs that pay. That's what it tells yeah. me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, and that's, that's a whole other conversation, bro. So, so we get yeah, we, we go to college. College. we go to college at the same rate or higher as as anybody, but we don't go for things that pay. So that's the question, right? So that 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 brings an interesting question because you know college is something I actually wanted to touch on in this um episode. I'm explaining to you why in a second. But a lot of times we tell people you're going to college to figure it out, discover yourself, figure out what you want to do. But I know some folks personally, right? So we're from a generation where a lot of our peers went to college. In fact, Corey and I from our high school, the the number of folks that went to college was like 90 what, Corey? It was 96, 97 percent? Yeah, it was, it was something. It was some number that was up that high. So a lot of our friends um, went to college. But also a lot of our friends got some some degrees and like, yo, I got a degree in history. I got a degree in like, you know, uh, general studies. And it's like, <laughs> you, no, no, no shade. Like, because what again, do do with that? but sometimes, right. If you don't have nobody that goes before you to give you the game, you don't know. You're just figuring it out on your own. And I think that's part of the problem. Right. But yeah. let, me, let me tell you why I, th- I thought college was a part of this discussion, right? So here is the actual um, document, and this is what I'm going to put a link into in the show notes as well as the show description. This is the uh, the information put out by our Census Bureau. Um, it's called Current Population Reports, United States Census Bureau, and this just dropped. This dropped, uh, you know, this month, <clears throat> so it's fairly new. Um, a lot of background information, but I'll, I'll get into the, the point that I want to talk about. So what was... Um, Summarized in that tweet is what you find here when you look at household income based upon uh, race. Um, it's all here, right? It talks about the age. I'm not going to get into that. So, um, but I will. I will say this: Householders age 45 to 54, that age range, had the highest median income, which is 101,500. Followed by householders 35 to 44, which made 96,630. Um, and households 55 to 64, which made 81,240. So it looks like the sweet spot when you start getting that chicken is the age between like 45 and 54. Right where we at, Core. Let's get this bread. Yeah, let's go get this money. Yeah, right. Get this money, man. But here's some more data, right? It talks about income based upon your region. Um, out west is the highest, right? Uh, median income 82,890. 
Northeast is, sec- is second place, 80,360, so they're fairly close. But the Midwest and the South, the number is lower. Um, but what I was looking at, right, so this all this this all this all talk about college, no college, my kid's not going to college. But the data says you make a lot more money going to college, right? That's just what the data says. And it, in fact, the data says you make more money just by having some college, right? Look at what the data says. The data says without without no high school diploma, the median income is thirty four thousand eight hundred and fifty. If you have a high school diploma but no college, your median income is about fifty one four seventy. If you go to college, just some college, I didn't graduate. Some college sixty eight thousand six hundred and ninety. But if you have your bachelor's degree or even higher, the median income is one eighteen three hundred. So. I get it, and I understand what the cost of student loan debt. Why people say what they say, but look at what the data says in terms of income. Man, I've never made one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars from someone else's business. Not um, to say, not to say that I haven't made a lot of money, but going into education, unless I'm a principal or an administrator, it's it's kind of hard to make that kind of money without being an administrator. So not that not that not that I couldn't have made that much money, but I made that much money teaching people, but I never made it as a teacher in a school. So my experience is quite the opposite. I have been paid by somebody else's business that much, but I'm also in like real estate and technology. So that goes to your original point of what what did you get your degree in? Yeah. Yeah. So. My undergraduate is management, and my my um my master's degree is actually in real estate. But you know, then the tech side is something I picked up. But with that being said, I have been paid um more than that from someone else's business, so I can't say that I haven't, right? But there's there's not one way to get to the bread. But the point I was making is when you look at that, and we and we always having these conversations about school, no school, the student loan debt, like college. People even come to us all the time. College isn't needed. I'm like, but the data doesn't say that. Now, right, let's break it down further. Someone could then extrapolate this data and say, well, if it costs X amount of money to make this amount of money, is it worth it if you break yeah. it down? I don't want to yeah. go, go too deep into the numbers that way, but that math can be done, so I'm not ignorant to that. But I'm just talking about pure income. Um, no, for sure. Um, I will say that again, my, my, one of my best friends, me and him graduated the same time, same year. I went to college. He went to trade school. He did not have any kind of college degree and he has me at least $300,000 for the last 20 years. But that will fall under that, that, that some some, college, that yeah. some college. Yeah. What I'm saying is he never step foot on a actual that's fine uh, but that still will fall into that he's still no, what, I'm, what, I'm, what i'm saying is that that some college doesn't necessarily mean four-year college yeah i mean that's that the, the point that i was trying to get to is that some college doesn't mean a four-year college so i mean that that goes to having a plan though right so it doesn't oh, yeah. mean it doesn't have a plan but um, you know i got two of my best friends are in it Neither one of them went to a traditional college, and both of them make at least four hundred grand a year. Right, but see, look, they, look, started, look. they started early though. They started. They knew what they wanted to do. They they got directly into the game at eighteen, nineteen years old, and for the last you know twenty twenty five years, they've been you know they their experience level has pushed them 
to a salary that you know that's way above the median you know so that, that's why that fits with what the census says right so the people between yep. 45 and 54 is where you maximize that income but they've already put in 20 plus years right so it's, it's interesting because a lot of times you, you look at data right data can tell a story but data can also back up a story you're talking about something that you've witnessed personally with your friends and the data backs that up yeah right? they got some college and then they got years of experience. And so now mm -hmm. they're making, you know, the money that's commensurate with their experiences. Yeah. So, so I think overall, I think this with the conversation that I want to have about this and I want to leave our, our viewers or listeners with is there's not one way to skin a cat. Right. For sure. Um, as the cliche goes. But I think the one thing that's important is to be strategic in your planning. Right. Because too many of us get caught up in the IG hype and think that, like, you know, based on our timelines, everybody has great credit. Everybody makes millions. The data doesn't back that up. But also, you can have a great life being an entrepreneur. But if you figure out a strategy how you can have somebody else, you know, um, pay you a crazy salary, that's possible, too. But you got to be strategic with it. Let's go get it. If somebody's going to pay you that amount of money to work in their business and it fits your lifestyle design. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I know, I know a lot of miserable people that make a lot of money. I also yes. know a lot of happy people that make a lot of money, but um, the difference is between is lifestyle design. Like the miserable people work 70 hours a week to make their, you know, two, 300 K. And then the, my friends who, who, who make that amount of money and don't um, work those amount of hours are absolutely, you know, they love life. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, 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 um, some people designed their lifestyle to be able to make money, but they didn't think about all of the things that it would take to get to that amount of money. And, um, then you got some people who, who did it, you know what I mean? And so those people are happier. Yeah. One of the things that, um, I'm coming to learn over time, just by dealing with, uh, people and looking at data and, 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 hearing stories about how people navigate through the world that's never really talked about is like the stress right and what i mean by that is a lot of a lot of what we deal with when we talk about personal finance comes down to consumerism right we're sold something 24 7 365 so we get in positions where we are spending money right to to you know the old adage to impress people that we don't even like right and what i'm realizing is so it's not really about income. I've met people, like you said, who have millions who are just totally depressed and angry people. And I've met people that have a, a, a small pittance of that and they're the happiest people. But what it comes down to is literally stress. Because if I have a lot of money, but I wake up every day worrying about this, worrying about that, worrying about okay, like okay, this insurance or that thing, and it got too much going on, that's a stressful life versus someone who's figured it out, who doesn't necessarily uh fall into the tricks of capitalism and, and consumerism who has enough they have what they want you know they got a nice family you know what i mean they got their car they get to work and they're just as happy as can be and i know people like that and they don't, even, they don't even talk or think about money but they figured it out like, even because even as we talk about like having your time they figured out the time they figured out that balance and i know a lot of people out here in hustle culture like man f balance you gotta go this that's fine if that if that's what makes you happy but yeah, some if, that, if, that, if that on your lifestyle design chart if that's how we how it go down you know if that's yeah. how it break down that's how that's how you should do it. 
Yeah, but but real quick before we get getting back to these numbers though, um, I think that as a culture and as a people, we need to really like um, understand what the numbers say, and not really, you know, um, get off of this because I, I have arguments with people on a daily basis, which is why. I'm glad I got this data now. So I'm I'm about to email this to a bunch of folks that I've argued with because everybody <laughs> believes it. Everybody, no man, because folks really believe. Yo, people believe the stuff they see on the internet, bro. I mean, we they all know that, it. man. You are. I, I have thoughts about how uh, smart the U.S. population is. Um, that if I share them, people probably stop listening to our show. Um, but here's another thing that I realized over time, bro. I, even with even with data, and I'm going to send this data to people. People don't care about the data because they feel it's more important. Like, uh, you know, let me give you an analogy, man. This is a wild analogy, but but but, but hear me out, and I want to see what you think about this, right? If I ask you about an MC, right? Mm-hmm. Who's more technically sound, Black Thought or Tupac? Technically sound. Yeah, who's a better MC in terms of rapper? Who could put words together? Who's technically just a better Black MC? Thought. Right? Would you say it's even close? No, it's not even close. All right, now, now hear me out. Who is the more popular MC and who is the person that has more like a cult like following that, you know, you say something bad about them, they, they come see you. And it's not why even you, close. Why do you think that is? Because people like him more. Right. So here's what I'm coming to learn about it. And, and, and I get like, what does this got to do with personal finance of black wealth, Jimmy? Hear me out, y'all. I've thought about this and this is my best analogy, the black thought versus Pac analogy. Right. Because I agree with you, Core, a thousand percent. I think black thought technically is probably it's probably nobody yet, ever better, like literally. And it's not a Philly bias thing. He's just dumb nice with it. Now, what I will say about Pac is Pac has the ability to trigger emotions. Yep. Right. And when I come with data with people, it kind of doesn't matter because their emotions want them to feel something else. and they, Or they've already felt something else based upon marketing techniques that the IG gurus do on IG. So it doesn't even care. They don't even care what the data says. Yeah. Right? It's the, it's the Tupac Black Thought thing, right? So Black like Tupac will say something like, even though you was a dope fiend mama, you know what I mean? You were still my Black queen. Like something like that. People feel that. And for sure. And you supposed right? to, right? So when you feel something, you don't even care whether he's using a double entendre or a metaphor. Or, you know, you yeah. because he made you feel right. And first of all, rest in power to Tupac because you know he's still a great because he had the ability to make people feel. I'm not slandering Tupac, so I don't want y'all coming at me in the comments. <laughs> right? That's, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, when you have the ability to make people feel, um, people don't care about the data or even what the facts are. No, the data and the facts are secondary when, when feelings are involved because people they they build their biases off their experiences and they build their biases off of um of what you know what they've seen, but they don't they don't get to see the overall you know they 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 they, they, they ants looking at ants and they not you know it's like you know giraffes can't see ants and in, in, in the other way around. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. So you know, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Like the ten thousand foot view would say, you know, these are experiences of the general population. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And but you cannot discount the experiences of the populace 
of the, you know, you can't discount those experiences that those people have had. Excuse me. Yeah. So by 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 um that's what data does though, right? Data looks at the general populace, looks at the overarching whatever. And what people are experiencing looks totally different than what the data says. Because they're not like people in Philadelphia aren't in rural St. Louis. No, I get it. I get you know it. I mean, and people in, in, in rural St. Louis don't know how people in LA live, and people in Montana, you know, what I mean, can't tell you nothing about how people that, le- that leads me to another conversation, though. Right? I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was like, um, I was telling him, like, you know, you're 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 rather progressive when it comes to your politics and your beliefs. And I asked him, I said, Well, how many people do you have as a friend that are conservative? And they thought about it and said zero. So the conversation that we were having is, are we all living in bubbles at this point? Right. So if I live in a bubble and let's just say for argument's sake, I do well, say I'm a six figure and I make a hundred grand or whatever. Are my friends all people that are, you know, 80 to hundred grand? Like, are, are they all the same? So then can I even relate when I look at the data saying that, yo, it's hard to relate to the billionaire and the broke person because you're not either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you may have come up broke, or you may have come up rich and then end up, you know, in the middle. But um, it's kind of hard to relate. Funny thing is, no matter where you fall on this income ladder, right? A lot of these folks still check the check. It's, yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, people making five hundred k a year who live check to check. So, man, listen, <laughs> listen. Man, I ain't far off, of, bro. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> job right now and i'm still you know my bills are still getting paid but having a son in co- i have a son in college and a son in diapers right those mm-hmm. are two expensive times in life because mm-hmm. i'm homeschooling my baby because i don't because daycare costs so much mm-hmm. daycare costs like 400 a week which yeah. is you talking about 1600 a month that's my mortgage my mortgage is dollars a month. You know what I mean? Like you. you talking about another bill that's as big as my mortgage every month. Literally for me to 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 take a job, I would have to make $150,000. I got you. I understand to be able to pay for for uh for what's the name? So so but that goes to the point I was talking about when I was talking about um stresses, right? So you know, and I heard this originally from uh, Chuck D. I know people quoted me as saying it, but it's not really my line. It's from Chuck D. When Chuck D says, "People are quick to count your money, but no one counts your expenses." Right? Never. And and that's the thing about like the stress. So I guess the point I'm making is this is why credit card and all the other kind of crazy debt is important to keep control of because if your debt is running wild and your expenses are running wild, it kind of doesn't matter how much money you make. So you got to at all you got you got to make sure you're working on both columns, man. With that being said, man, um, this was an interesting talk, right? It's, it's just the actual data from the census. It just dropped. It's in September. Um, it actually dropped yesterday as we're recording this. Um, and I will put a link so you guys can read through the entire um, census report. There's a lot of other information in there. They break it out amongst age, ethnicity, education. So you can see what the actual numbers are saying and not what your uh, timeline says because your timeline is a bunch of liars. Right? <laughs> I keep seeing on TikTok, man. We're looking at data. We're looking at real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, man, so the questions I have, I'm going to leave with people today. Um, 
I'm going to ask a couple questions and I want you guys to leave us some feedback. You can put it in the comments. You can, you know, hit us up on the inbox, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. It's all at by the hood or right here on YouTube or however you want to get in contact with us. Just leave us a little bit of feedback. Um, the question is, do these numbers surprise you for one? Do they surprise you? Like, did you realize that the Asian community is almost doubling us up at this point? They almost doubling us up. No, right. I'm, What's not, that? I'm not surprised at that. Because they, they almost doubling us up. No, actually, they are doubling us up. They're 108. We're 52. 52. Yeah, they they more than doubling us. Yeah. So, so words of Nipsey um, Hustle, man. They double up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, never let a hard time humble us. But um, it it it, it yeah. doesn't surprise me because of the country we live in 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 the in the history of this country. So we didn't take a long time getting into that, but delving into the history of our country. There, there has to be a permanent underclass, and we've been that for the last 400 and some odd years. We've mm -hmm. been that permanent underclass. And what a lot of people do when they come into this country, they do everything that they can to get far away from blackness as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. um, and so those people, um, you know, like people that are from the Caribbean and the islands and Africans from other countries, they come here. And they want to be anything but black. <laughs> so, yeah. um, because they understand that what happens in this country to black people, like everybody could tell our story, but nobody wants to be us. Yeah. And so that's that, you know, we can't tell the story without really telling all of the story. So, understood. It, so, 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 yeah, this isn't a point the finger thing, right? This is why. Yeah, yeah what the numbers the, are what the numbers are. Yeah, that's why there's folks out there in the front lines fighting for things such as reparations, people fighting for, you know, um, all kinds of different things. And it's, it's a reason for that, right? So shout out to all them um, on the front lines with that fight. But <clears throat> so my first question is, does this shock you? And the second question I want to leave you guys with is, um, what are some solutions you have or what are some things that we can actually do, take action to, you know, kind of kind of um, add some income to us, right? What do you guys think? I want to hear your perspective on those questions. Is this data shocking? And what can we do about this data, man? Court, with that being said, man, another another dope episode, another great conversation, man. Um, I want to make sure I share this out with folks so they can read this data. You know, my objective now is to share as much data as possible, as much factual information, and not just come on here and, and pontificate about my feelings. Yeah, because I enjoy that too. On super fraud. Yeah. Like I I personally don't really care. Cause I don't follow none of them. Like you, yeah, I, I know. Like all of the information that you're talking about on IG and all that stuff. Yeah, you don't know about none of that. Corey being his own because I because I I I just got off. You know, I do want to say like, one thing just, though. It was just it was frying me. Like it was just frying me. It was just bad info. I get it. I, I do want to say one thing though. My Tupac Black Thought analogy was fire, y'all. I, I, I just got to give myself credit for that because that does help you understand what I'm saying, right? Check yourself on the back. That was yeah, that, that was fire. That was fire, right? Because <laughs> uh, because again, man, when you can make people feel something, bro, you could do like, you could do a lot. It's, it's just like Tupac fans, dog. They don't like they don't care that he ain't lyrical, miracle, spiritual. He says things that hit them, like you know what I mean. Tupac cares that don't nobody else care, man. Like they they ready to rumble for the ball, man. So you know it is what it is. All right, man. <laughs> With that being said, um, make sure to do all the YouTube and stuff, like, comment, subscribe, um, leave us some feedback, share this video out. We appreciate the love and support that we get day in and day out. But as we always say, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep. Game elevates. We'll see you guys on our next episode. Peace.